Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your May 4th cattle industry headlines, brought to you by Protein Processing Services. Building or expanding a meat processing facility is no easy task. Seeing a need arise from the impact COVID had on the food supply chain, a group of industry experts combined their talents to support producers wanting to expand into custom meat processing. This team is skilled in every part of the process from the startup and, ex and expansion of processing facilities to the feasibility study and site location to state-of-the-art equipment and quality construction. They do it all. For more information, head on over to www.proteinprocessingservices.com. We're also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics in our industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. Their newest issue is out, their May issue. 
If you'd like to check that out, click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That's going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can do just that and you can just learn a little bit more about the magazine. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. And finally, AgRisk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, AgRisk Advisors they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, be sure to reach out to an advisor today. The Nebraska Examiner has reported that a proposal to build Nebraska's largest feedlot in Dundee County, Nebraska, so that is in the southwest part of the state, is getting a second chance after the Dundee County Board denied approval of the idea last month. The proposal by Black Shirt Feeders LP would build a $65 million feedlot holding up to 100,000 head of cattle, which would consume approximately 10 million bushels of corn a year. Supporters of the proposal say the feedlot would supply much-needed economic development and jobs for the area, approximately 85 jobs, as well as a new customer for corn. Those concerned with the proposal say the feedlot is too large for Dundee County, with only 1,913 people living in that county. When the proposal was first brought to the table on April 5th at a commissioner's meeting, the main concerns regarding the feedlot were the impacts on groundwater and county roads. The county board is expected to announce whether the project will get the go-ahead or not on May 16th. Dr. Eric Belke, manager of Blackshirt Feeders, is hopeful the project will be able to move forward. Belke said it has always been his dream to put his experience working with feedlots from China to Kazakhstan into practice. He believes Dundee County is the sweet, is the sweet spot for cattle feeding due to its climate, availability for feed, and proximity to meatpacking plants. The 100,000 head feedlot in Dundee County would be the first of its size in the United States to utilize a roller compacted surface rather than dirt. According to Belke, the more solid surface would eliminate mud and increase health and performance for the cattle, as well as reduce flies, dust, and odor. Richard Bartholomew of Binkelman would instead like to see proposals for five feedlots with 20,000 head per feedlot instead of just one feedlot with 100,000 head of cattle. Bartholomew said he has has difficulty on a personal basis accepting the bigger is better idea. But on the other side of the fence, Commissioner Jerry Fries of Binkelman said the longtime trend in agriculture has been to get big or get out. He went on to say that feedlots of this size, they are not unheard of, and this project, this project meets all of Dundee County's zoning requirements. Drovers has reported that Canada Beef is planning to spend $3.6 million to promote Canadian beef and veal exports globally through the Canadian Beef Global Market Development and Promotion Project. Besides promoting Canadian beef on a global scale, the project will also work to enhance awareness of the value created by farmers and other participants within the beef and supply chain. The funds are, are available from the Agri-Marketing Program under the Canadian Ag Partnership. 
That is a five-year, $3 billion, $3 billion federal, provincial, territorial investment in the agriculture, agri-food, and agri-based project sector that originated back in April of 2018. According to Canada Beef's president, Michael Young, the availability, excuse me, the ability to partner with the Canadian government to deliver important programs is crucial to the country's beef industry. Government industry development funding that that Canada's cattle producers are able to leverage with their own producer checkoff investment is important to position the industry for growth and success in international markets, said Young. Canada exports 45% of its beef and cattle production each year, and this trade adds more than $600 per head of additional value for Canadian cattle producers. This update is also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with insight, information, and alternative risk solutions that are custom fit to your business and personal needs. They offer both drought and crop insurance, And they offer LRPs for both fed and feeder cattle. If you'd like more information, head on over to www.4tag.net. That is the number 4tag.net. Reuters has reported that GHGSAT, that's quite long, uh, that is an environmental firm that focuses on global emissions monitoring, They have reported that their satellites have detected methane emissions from belching cows in a feedlot near Bakersfield, California. Being able to detect methane from belching cows is significant because agricultural methane emissions are hard to measure and accurate measurement is needed to set enforceable reduction targets for cattle production, according to the firm. GHG SAT said the amount of methane detected at the single feedlot would result in 5,116 metric tons of methane emissions if sustained for a whole year. If that methane were to be captured, it could power over 15,000 homes. During last year's, last year's climate talks, more than 100 countries pledged to cut methane, methane emissions by 30% and to halt and reverse deforestation by 2030. The majority of this reduction would need to come from the livestock industry, according to the UN Food Agency. Several methods to reduce livestock methane emissions are being tested, including adding seaweed to cattle diets. And finally, The Guardian has reported that Northern Ireland recently passed its first ever climate act requiring the farming sector to reach net zero carbon emissions and reduce methane emissions by almost 50% by 2050. Because of this, the country will need to eliminate more than 1 million sheep and cattle to meet climate emission targets. To be exact, half a million head of cattle and 700,000 head of sheep must be done away with so climate targets can be achieved, according to an industry commissioned analysis. Pretty significant and pretty outrageous. A separate analysis by the United Kingdom's government climate advisors suggests, suggests that chicken numbers They would also need to be cut by almost 5 million by 2035. I don't know what these people expect to eat if they're going to cut their livestock industry. It is, this is an absolutely outrageous plan. Ag accounts for about 27% of Northern Ireland's greenhouse gas emissions, with the majority coming from livestock. The country's heavily export-driven meat industry mostly supplies Great, Great Britain, but they also export to North America and China. 
If all of this comes to pass, Northern Ireland will need to switch to arable farming to keep food production levels where they are today. Good luck with that. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope your week is rolling right along. Have yourself a wonderful Wednesday. I'll catch you later.